Today in Science from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place, in real time, from your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide. Seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired. A tiny glass bead goes as still as nature allows. In everyday life, stillness is an illusion. Not so in this lab, where scientists rendered an object as motionless as the laws of physics permit. By Sophia Chen. Inside a small metal box on a laboratory table in Vienna, physicist Marcus Aspelmeyer and his team have engineered perhaps the quietest place on Earth. The area in question is a microscopic spot in the middle of the box. Here, levitating in midair, except there is no air because the box is in a vacuum, is a tiny glass bead a thousand times smaller than a grain of sand. Aspelmeyer's apparatus uses lasers to render this bead literally motionless. It is as still as it could possibly be, as permitted by the laws of physics. It's reached what physicists call the bead's motional ground state. The ground state is the limit where you cannot extract any more energy from an object— says Aspelmeyer, who works at the University of Vienna. They can maintain the bead's motionlessness for hours at a time. This stillness is different from anything you've ever perceived, overlooking that lake in the mountains, sitting in a soundproofed studio, or even just staring at your laptop as it rests on the table. As calm as that table seems, if you could zoom in on it, you would see its surface being attacked by air molecules that circulate via your ventilation system, says Aspelmeyer. Look hard enough, and you'll see microscopic particles or tiny pieces of lint rolling around. In our day-to-day lives, stillness is an illusion. We're simply too large to notice the chaos. But this bead is truly still, regardless of whether you are judging it as a human or a dust mite. 
And at this level of stillness, our conventional wisdom about motion breaks down as the bizarre rules of quantum mechanics kick in. For one thing, the bead becomes delocalized, says Aspelmeyer. The bead spreads out. It no longer has a definite position, like a ripple in a pond which stretches over an expanse of water rather than being at a particular location. Instead of maintaining a sharp boundary between bead and vacuum, the bead's outline becomes cloudy and diffuse. Technically, although the bead is at the limit of its motionlessness, it still moves about a thousandth of its own diameter. Physicists have a cool name for it. It's called the vacuum energy of the system, says Aspelmeyer. Put another way, nature does not allow any object to have completely zero motion. There must always be some quantum jiggle. The bead's stillness comes with another caveat. Aspelmeyer's team has only forced the bead into its motional ground state along one dimension, not all three. But even achieving this level of stillness took them ten years. One major challenge was simply getting the bead to stay levitated inside the laser beam, says physicist Urus Delich of the University of Vienna. Delich has worked on the experiment since its nascence, first as an undergraduate student, then a Ph.D. student, and now as a postdoc researcher. The group published their results today in Science. In the paper, they describe how they slow the bead by pelting it with infrared photons. It seems counterintuitive to slow an object by pummeling it, but the reason it works is similar to how you slow down on a playground swing set says physicist Lucas Novotny of ETH Zurich, who was not involved in the work. You push your legs against the motion of the swing to slow down. Similarly, to slow a jiggling bead, the researchers time the infrared photons so they happen to hit the bead when it is moving toward them. They're not the first to force an object into the motional ground state. In the past, physicists have achieved this in single atoms and clouds of atoms. They've also managed it in similar-sized objects that have been clamped to surfaces. But this is the first time anyone has slowed a levitating solid into its motional ground state, says Aspelmeyer. Yet a levitated motionless object is a key ingredient for many physicists' ambitious ideas. These beads can be used as extremely precise sensors, says Andy Garachi of Northwestern University. For example, Garachi is running an experiment in which he monitors the motion of a similar levitated bead to look for tiny forces predicted by theories that attempt to unify the laws of physics. So far, no one has found compelling evidence that these forces exist, but it could be because they are still too weak for current instruments to detect. A nanoparticle in the motional ground state could be sensitive to even smaller forces, says Garachi. Physicists can also perform subtle gravity experiments on the bead. Both Aspelmeyer and Novotny, whose groups have been working on parallel projects for the past decade, are working toward an experiment in which they drop such a bead and observe what happens. Theory predicts that when they release the bead from the laser's levitational hold, its fuzzy outline will spread further to become an even larger, more diffuse cloud. They think they can make the bead actually become a quantum superposition of two different beads in two different locations. One of their goals is to understand the trajectory of specific configurations of this cloud, nay, bead as it falls. The results of such an experiment could offer ideas on how to make the theory of quantum mechanics compatible with the theory of gravity. 
but Aspelmeyer and Novotny anticipate that these experiments will take many more years to achieve. One major difficulty is that measuring a quantum object inherently alters the object. This is the central catch-22 of quantum mechanics. By looking for information about the bead, you destroy that information. The researchers will need to develop a technique to follow the bead's behavior without watching it. The broader goal is to measure where no one has measured before, says Novotny, and creating this tiny, serene bead is their first step into the unknown. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.